Hello and welcome to another episode of the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Real quick before I introduce my trusty co-hosts in this episode, uh, I want to let you know that this episode of the Atomic Geekdom Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. The movie The Martian is out right now by Redley Scott starring Matt Damon and it is fantastic. Head to the website TomKingdom.com. You can see my review for it and I absolutely loved it and I think one of my co-hosts will agree when I let her speak. Um, my my point uh, is go cages. You, you can get free Audible do- audiobook download and thirty day free trial at audibletrial.com dot slash atomic geekdom. Head over there now. Go get the Martian. Make that your first free book because it's really good. It's awesome. Then head out, see the movie, and and enjoy. You won't even notice the differences too much until the movie's over, and it won't even bother you because it was such a good movie. Uh, you have over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any MP3 player you might have. If you have a Zune, I am sorry. And, <laughs> and I, well, I mean, it is impressive if it's lasted this long, but I doubt it that's, has. That's very true. That's so, very true. <laughs> audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Get the Martian first, or, you know, whatever you want. Hunger Games, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, or that'd be kind of gross to hear somebody read to you, I think. But it's probably on there. I don't know. I don't look for these things. Uh, audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Check it out and help us out and help yourself out. Learn something. Reading is fundamental. The more you know. Bing bong bing. It's the NBC thing, right? Okay. Uh, joining me tonight is Jenny. Hello. I'm fired up, so just be warned. Jenny, real quick, what did you think of The Martian? Not too much time spent on it because we'll get you on and geek out and let you... Let they- you- they did a great job in keeping it true to the movie. So I mean, if you like the book, you're not going to be disappointed with the movie. Awesome. Awesome. Also joining me tonight is Punt Speed Chunk. Hey, what's up, everybody? A.K.A. I'm Danny. Actually, Danny. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I just saw The Visit. There you go. I'm not going to say anything about it. What? What? I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's the new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, The Grandparents. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's not a horror movie. It's a straight up comedy. At is, is it meant to be a comedy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it kind of has to be because like enough people in the theater I was in were laughing with me. And <laughs> okay. that like if usually if I'm watching a movie and it's a horror movie and I'm laughing at it, the other people are actually genuinely scared or something. I don't know. And I got I, I got offended like, in The Martian when people I'm sorry, Danny, when people uh, <laughs> were laughing, Jenny, when he was when they were like spinning out of control with the cabling and at the end. Like, right, like right. People that's were laughing. Pretty tense. Yeah. I'm like, are you people stupid? This is intense. <laughs> this is like that's like laughing at gravity. I imagine. Right. Like I said in my in the, my geek out re- review when we talked about it last Thursday, I was like, I knew the ending to the story, and I was right. on the edge of my seat. Like I was, I checked my my Fitbit, and my heart rate was pretty high. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was I was sweating pretty good. Like, and my and my buddy that went with me enjoyed it a lot, and he didn't read the book, but uh, it was a good time. All right. But today we're not here to talk about that. We're kicking off October. It's our favorite month of the year on this on this website and in this podcast. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, oh yeah. Oh boy. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> go, go back into the websites, into the annals of of time, and look at our our top uh, ten horror movies that we did last year. Uh, we're not going to do anything like that this year. It was a lot last year, and we're kind of pressed for time this year. But we're going to have a lot of cool podcast topics to discuss this. This month, and it's all Halloween and scary movie and sci-fi and all that good stuff. It's all wrapped around that. We're going to do another Paranormal Stories episode where you guys send us your stories of 
hauntings, UFO abductions, uh, mutant powers was one of them. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, floating upstairs. It was crazy. Uh, That's wonderful. And tonight, as we do every every beginning of the year and at every mid-year, we do uh, the Walking Dead season preview. And this year, season six is going to start next Sunday. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead has wrapped up. There's the new online series that starts. It started on the 5th, I believe. Uh, you can check that out as well if you really like the Fear the Walking Dead. We're not going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead because as we record this, the finale has not aired and I don't want to discuss it yet uh, until we've all seen the finale. But we're going to preview Walking Dead Season 6. We're going to let Danny take us down the road of Season 5 since he's the one that's most recently watched it. And yes. he, he has it fresh in his mind. I haven't rewatched it yet, but uh, I, I probably will this week. It's only 16 episodes. So, yeah, let's just dig right in. Oh, before we start, it's funny. I, a friend of mine I haven't talked to in years, a girl I had a crush on uh, a while back, and <laughs> she she reached out to me on Facebook and said, hey, I just wanted to check if you're okay. I had a really weird dream about you. I'm like, uh, okay. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then she's like, yeah, you were a zombie and you were chasing me. Like, I, I, can, happen. I can guarantee you I'm, I'm way better than that situation. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty bad situation, honestly. And and you're probably while, not going very fast either. Right. While I hold no bad feelings <laughs> about our friendship, uh, I don't think I would. You'd be the first on my list to come after. If you're uh, a zombie, <laughs> right? I don't think you have any mind for it at that point. Uh, there there might this? be a Freudian like explanation to this, Dave. Oh. Just say <laughs> like what? She's pregnant <laughs> and getting married today, actually. <laughs> well, then I'm there you being go. Chased by. A guy that used to love her and have a crush on her. It's like, yeah, the zombie makes sense. It's Freudian, I'm telling you. I wasn't obsessive. Like, I wasn't stalking her. (laughs) (laughs) But you are now in zombie form. Uh, Apparently. I can't be held responsible for Dream Zombie Dave. That's true. It's hard to control that because it's not your own psyche. What was I? I was watching Boy Meets World. <laughs> Dream Feeny did something, and Feeny's like, "I can't even be responsible for what Dream Feeny does." <laughs> anyway, I just want a T-shirt now that has "Dead Zombie Dream Dave." <clears throat> it's it's Dream Zombie Dave. Dream Zombie Dave. All right, I've yeah. got that right now. That's your League of Legends name too, right? Uh, if I did that thing, yes. No, yeah, never do that to yourself. Please don't. I won't. All right, back to the topic. All right, Danny. Danny. Tell us about season five. Please. Oh, yeah. It was pretty crazy because honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real honest about my feelings towards The Walking Dead up until this moment. Um, I mean, I was kind of like towards the end of season four, I was kind of like, all right, this is all right. But like season three was really kind of not great for me. And I fell off for a long time, and I kind of power-watched all of it, sort of. And now I'm really into what they're doing with the show. Um, But there's also a lot of really weird problems that I have with the season. Um, So, okay, so it starts off, and they're basically... uh, Man... What, what's the uh, – it's called Terminus, right? Terminus? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So they had, right. so at the end of season four, they had reached a place called Terminus, which is the whole season, which is the, basically they're all searching for um, after they leave the prison, right, at the end of season three? Yep. Um, four. So it's it's supposed to be this, like, haven, or they said they, they sort of know. I don't think I, – I, what I can't remember is did they actually ever find out before they got there what it was or what it was supposed to be? It was just a sign, right? No, I like, think Carol had an idea, and that's why she buried the guns. Yeah. 
Well, I or, think they no, all... No, no, Rick, Rick buried the guns, didn't yeah, the, he? Yeah. The whole They're always burying guns. So That's a really important part. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. the, the group is so paranoid, though, because every time they've trusted anything, it's went... Oh, it's gone horribly it's bad. bad. It's so, gone horribly bad. So whereas, like, Glenn and all them approach it as, okay, this could be a good thing, the smarter of the group, and not say anything bad on Glenn and the rest of them, but they went into it as... We need to figure out where this yeah, is. Yeah, honestly, or not. if we could, if we could pause on that for a second, Glenn, he's like my favorite character, but man, he has questionable judgment at a lot of turning points. Like, like he, he, like he's always, uh, he's always seems to be wrong, and but his power is that he always survives it anyway. Um, like he makes me, he makes me nervous though, because he is kind yeah. of after this last season, he's the only one that has retained his humanity. And that never works out well for a walking Well, I mean, can you really say that by the end, like, Glenn has actually retained his humanity? I would uh, say when he goes to the mall or whatever with, uh, I don't know, when 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 the it all gets crazy in that revolving door and... Right, okay, uh, yeah, so when they take when they take the two people from uh, Alexandria who are going on runs, who have, like, claimed to do it, the, 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 the son of the mayor of the town or whatever, she used to be, like, a senator or something... Um, I can't remember her name at the moment. I'll find um, it. Keep talking. I'll find it. Okay. So, like, her son and this random – fuck, this random freaking jerk. Um, <laughs> sorry. Nice, re- oh, nice recovery. The, sorry about that. But he's, like, the worst guy. He makes me so uncomfortable and I hate – I like – this. The, one of the – what, this show is amazing at villains. Deanna, um, Deanna Monroe is her character's name, and she yes, was a former her. congressman woman. Okay, cool. I, I said senator, but I was close. Um, yes, and uh, yeah, so she. Um, well, I mean, I literally just watched it like Monday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's currently Saturday, so I finished it all on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, it was it was a great experience to watch it that way. Honestly, sure. Um, so. Um, I'm skipping over a ton of stuff, like the whole like Beth. Well, just get line, get back but, um, into. You're just talking about Glenn. Okay, so Real Glenn quick, though, himself. Time out, when he time out, when, time out mm-hmm. real quick. I honestly didn't remember all of this was in last season. Yeah, yeah, I think no. was, like, the season before. Like, well, that's, Terminus it's, was seriously it's, season five, and Beth was season five. Yeah, well, Terminus. Like, well, no, Terminus was season Terminus four. The beginning. It's yeah. them getting there is season four, and then the end of season, season four, four is the cliffhanger with like what happens at right. Terminus and the fallout of it. It's only like an episode or two. Yeah, it's like two episodes where they're really dealing with them when they reach the church and they meet the most useless character the show has ever introduced. Um, Ooh, cool. In no, honestly, he serves like basically no purpose. It, but he's You're talking just, about like, Father Gabriel Stokes. Yes, I am. Oh, I love that actor. Okay, the act. Okay, this is the problem. The actor is so good, but his character is pointless. Like he serves no real forwarding thing towards the end. Like he does nothing, honestly. Like by the end of it, he's like sitting there and they're praying, and it's like, oh, it's a great moment. They all look, they're all acting very muchly. Well, but like it doesn't matter because the whole plot line served like literally no purpose. He he's kind of. I guess if you're trying to just like say that his purpose is that he helps aid um, um, Maggie and I'm sorry I'm I'm missing her I'm forgetting your name. Who? Um, uh, describe uh, her. Uh, I'm sorry. She's like the sniper who goes like crazy because her brother died. Um, Sasha. Sasha. Yes. Her and if, if getting them some sort of solace after the loss of Beth and um, Bob. I'm sorry. 
and Bob and also her brother. Oh, um, oh uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> that's, that's season five. Like we're talking Wait. about season five going to season six. I know. I have, I have to say we it. Should- yeah, we okay. should throw it in right now, okay? Everybody yeah. stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, there of course. Come on. I'm sorry. Danny, stop, stop for a second. There's going to be spoilers <laughs> from here on out from both comic book and TV show leading right. up to this. So if you haven't yeah. finished if season if, four or five, you know, if you're not caught up with Walking Dead, either right. in the comics or the show, come back after you are. Sorry, I said. Sorry, I didn't say that. No, it's okay. No, it's my fault. I should have started the show with it. I should have let <laughs> okay. it. Well, hopefully, it's there's something in the description and everybody will be all right. Yeah. But, um, well, if I remember. Okay. <laughs> it's probably important you remember. People I'll, get mad about this stuff. I'll do it now. <laughs> Please so, continue. Uh, okay, so what like if you're talking about like his purpose being that he's he finally gets to fulfill his like his he finds a little bit of God again in 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 helping Maggie and Sasha deal with those losses. Because at the end that's them together separate from the, all the other crazy stuff that's going on. Um, with, no, I think I think with 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 with, uh, with Rick, my like permanently my favorite character on television. I think really honestly. Rick, I I, lo- I there's I, like I don't know what it is, but that man is so good at being just like crazy. He's always like it, at some point in the season, he's like the face is covered in blood and he's just acting and it's amazing. And, and I think that's what makes me love Rick. I have to agree with you for the fact that I, Andrew Lincoln does a superb job because when I read the comics, I'm just like I love Rick for the fact that he's the smartest of the pers- of anybody in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. just crazy enough to make it where I want him on my side, but I also don't want him too close. And Andrew Lee can cover. Oh, he does an amazing job getting that kind of. I'm I'm with him all the way, but he gives me a little bit of the creeps feeling. He's amazing. Yeah, he's. I agree. He's, like he's like simultaneously terrifying. Like, and that's the best part about him is like it's it's a very interesting like from like honestly go for, with the show. He is kind of nuts <laughs> like he's kind of nuts all the time and i was bummed because he shaved his beard but it was kind of coming back at the end of the season five but he has the that man can grow just i don't know how in the apocalypse he manages that but he's a so good at beard? it he's, yeah, he's a pretty beard sexy bearded man yeah, yeah. but with the, we can get into the how they always look kind of pretty okay most of the time honestly this season's where they look the most the most like beraggled um, cause I think it's like, this is them in transit, you know, it's like, they're trying to get to the thing. So they did a good job of making them look until they get to Alexandria, when they get the showers and stuff, um, well, making them look as grungy as they probably were. Here's a question though. Do you think they look more grungy in this season or more grungy, um, in the season before finding the prison? Cause they look well, pretty probably. gnarly in that they season. Did, they did. Yeah. I think it's just because it's been so long since that really happened. Like this is the first season where they were like mostly uncomfortable for the whole thing. I feel like, well, season four too, I think, but not as I, bad. I don't know. They, all that Terminus stuff was holy crap. Kind of crazy. Like from like, this is, this was the best part about the, this season, the fifth season for me was that it was just crazy from like, the beginning and it just kept getting crazy. Um, there was, there was very few lulls in my opinion, even though it is 16 episodes, it's kind of long for an AMC show. Uh, lulls like LOLs or lulls like L U L L like L U L L. Like you okay. like it, like, like, cause like you have to admit sometimes this, there's, there's a few episodes where you're like, well, that wasn't really, 
Like that was interesting, <laughs> but it, like it doesn't really further anything, and not like in a good way. Like there's certain episodes of really, shows I really, really, really love, like Buffy and stuff. They're like that, but they 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 still accomplish something in them as well. But there are like certain episodes which you don't expect as much in this type of a show, like a serialized show where there's like just kind of I don't know, just like the episodes that don't really. <laughs> could have skipped that's why i really like the season because there wasn't there really wasn't any like i I can't i can't say i would have wanted to miss any of them does one of your (laughs) dogs want to comment i just muted it because memphis is just like i love rick he's the best and he's standing here wagging his tail going i know right oh yeah yeah you probably really like the horse too that was briefly a character Oh, why? Oh, why yeah. did you go there? Oh, why because it's so – it's it's the loss of hope, you know? That's I what, can't believe people <laughs> were that upset over that on Twitter. Like they were like just well, freaking out. It's happen. I mean like there's tons of zombies. How it many people before. have died in a horse – two horses in this show. Like hor- get over it. <laughs> How many people die on this show and then a horse dies and everybody loses their minds? Dave, yeah, it's just a horse, man. There's, there's but it represents the freedom of Daryl's soul. There's rules to movies. <laughs> humans do not like other humans. So you can kill anybody and you might shed a tear if it's like a major character. But if you touch the dog, yeah, that's true. all hell to pay. You don't it's, kill the animals in the movies. That's yeah, when you, you get... It's, they're bringing that into video games too now. Like they're like every game has like a dog companion. That's for it. You. Any, book, any book I write, I'm killing a dog. Yeah, I mean, it'll sell, it'll sell, you know, like, Mar- I, I, I like will Marley sell. and me. Yeah, Marley and me proved that. Well, like, that, that movie is about a dog. I mean, and then a dying dog, like, it's well, upsetting. That's, that's okay, different. So, get off the dogs, okay, you guys, focus, focus. Back to the horse that represents the freedom that no, is Daryl's soul. There were no animals what? dying in the season I'm finale. I'm saying, it's totally what that whole season was, episode, that easy, episode was easy. about. Easy, all right, Jenny, I'm sorry, sorry. go ahead. <laughs> I, I took the words right out of his mouth. <laughs> so, okay. So, I, like I said, I totally forgot that the Terminus explosions and such happened. That yeah, they were that all reunited. Great. And I, I, I liked the season before because I liked that they were all disconnected. And mm-hmm. I liked the slower episodes. Like the one with Rick, you know, almost dead on the couch and Carl. Oh, man. Coral I didn't like that episode episodes. at all. I, I, I love those episodes. I absolutely See, maybe that was it. okay. Yeah. Um, well. <clears throat> but as it progressed, like I wanted some reaction, and I felt that Terminus was actually. I I loved the Terminus scenes, but it kind of felt like an unneeded storyline. So I'm actually kind of hoping there's some leadway back to it. And there was that hint when they did the flashback. There mm-hmm. was the flashback when they had like the main leader lady and her son. Um, what was the crazy son's name? Um, um, hang Noah. on, I got it. I got it. Yeah, no, 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 Noah's, no, no, not Noah. Noah's the cool kid. I like Noah. Um, oh wait, um, I'm sorry. No, um, oh, it's man, uh, hang on, I got it. I got it. Okay, where is it? Where is I, it? Nick. I I want them yes. to Nick. Haha. Yeah. I want them to Nicholas. go back to that storyline, and I hope that they do, and they might. But I, Terminus was kind of like forgettable to me. Yeah. And, well. Yeah. Well, yeah, all, in all things considered, all, yeah. They all ended up on the road again, which was great. And then once they get to Alexandra, it it's starting to form the story again. And I've heard a lot of people didn't like that with them, you know, now in like a safe environment. But that's... And I love the setup because I'm so oh, excited. Oh, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Next, next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I... 
I think the point of Terminus was, okay, they're going to a place that they're all going towards hope, essentially. Well, they have their reservations, but they're leading there, and then what it turns out to be is probably the, one of the most horrific things they've ever gone through. Yeah. Um, what, how do you recover after that is the point of the entire season, I think. Like, how do you trust? You Clearly, when they meet Aaron, um, you know, what, what they do to Aaron in in that little shack... To oh, the church. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Before that, like they're torturing oh. him when they first find him, when they bring him back oh. and Rick, like, yeah. you know, they knock him out and then they tie him up and kind of, you know, give him the interrogation and stuff. Now there's a reason and it's because of everything they've gone through. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they can't trust anybody. They think they're surrounded now by this group and Aaron becomes, I think a really cool character. I really like Aaron's character. Um, that's the, I, like, I think they did a good job with him as well because he's a lot like he is in the book. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, and then him him and Daryl have a friendship. They they get to go out and recruit together. I thought that was cool. And they mm-hmm. all, and pretty much everybody but Rick becomes a part of this new society. Rick slowly starts to, but then pulls way back once he starts talking and meeting with Jesse, uh, Alexandra Beckenridge's character, um, the, 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 the chick that's married to the abusive husband. Uh, mm-hmm. Once that starts, and she he sees what's going on with her husband and and the son, and her sons, I guess, um, he loses it again, and clearly, even though he's provoked too. But where am I going? The, the terminus thing, yeah. It, it was it was them that that whole season was them leading towards hope. They were they all thought okay, especially after what happened to what nearly happened to them with Carl and those dudes when when they found Daryl again. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, what they had to do to survive there, what, what Rick had to do to survive. Uh, didn't he bite the dude? Like, he just ripped right into him. Um, yeah, that happened. Yeah. And then, then there was the, the bro moment between Daryl and Rick <laughs> uh-huh. after that. So, like, then they were going towards Hope. All of them were meeting there except for uh, Looney Tunes, Flower Girl. Um, uh, uh, somebody far- somebody help me. Yes. What's her name? Uh Carol, thank Hi. you. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome, Dave. Um, yeah, Carol, Carol is, Carol is awesome. straight up crazy. And then she gets, she finally gets to Alexandria, it's Alexandria, right? Yep. Uh, and then she's cooking cookies, making cookies and uh, putting on this huge, huge front. And it, it works. It's awesome. When she turns finally with that kid, it, it was, it was great. Like, oh, yeah. Every time we got to peek out, every time we got to see Carol peek out from that little facade, it was amazing. She's like in a vet, like a sweater and she's mm-hmm. like Mrs. Rogers. She's stealing <laughs> chocolate. Right. <laughs> and Daryl's like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, am I the only one that doesn't want them to get together? I like to see them as a brother and sister. I don't want to see that at all. Like, just like let it are, be. Why does everybody want romantic relationships right. in the zombie apocalypse? There's no time for love, Dr. Jones. I want Aaron no. and Daryl to get together, to be honest with you. But that's just me. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that they're one, totally having some bronance, the, some bromance there, honestly. They're, they're pretty they're pe- pretty into each other. People lost their mind was there when there was the rumor that Daryl was gay. Like, they flipped out on the internet. I'm like, get <laughs> over it. Who cares? It's a zombie apocalypse, people. <laughs> it's it's, the, it's the, the screaming fangirls. Yeah, okay, for sure. Okay, so... So we ended, so we're basically at the end. So they're there, everybody's trying to adjust, and Carol was fabulous. The cookie scene, probably one of my favorite things of last season. Plus her always, like, having something on her just in case, but then looking like she's straight off of, like, Mr. Rogers. It's awesome. <laughs> right. 
Um, but obviously Rick didn't handle it well. I'm interesting where they're going to go in season six with Daryl though. Cause Daryl, Carol, I think has changed the most since season one, but I think Daryl has grown the most since season one. Like he was kind of an idiot, like the first few seasons and every He's season redneck. gets, well, he gets a little, a little more well, smart he, and he and is he Merle's to, brother. Well, yeah, but <laughs> every season you can watch this like slow progression of Daryl's character where he learns mm-hmm. each season, how to be a little more human and how to understand the, the way the world works. And I think it's awesome that him and, and Rick had that little, you know, bro time because I think without that, Daryl could go in any direction, but it kind of directed Daryl of where he can go. And it's going to be interesting this season because I don't think him and Rick are going to see eye to eye and they're each other's left and right hand. Like I know Michonne is kind of the one that's seen it, but Daryl is supported by Rick and without Rick being on a straight line and actually doing what's right. I'm curious what that's going to do to the Daryl character. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. They've set up so many options for different things this season that we'll see. Do you want to talk about the wolves before we move on to season six? Yes. Cause I have a, I have a theory about them. You guys want to hear my theory? Well, let's Dan- mm-hmm. Danny. Can you tell us what the wolves are? The wolves? Yeah. Oh, the wolves. Yes, of course. Um, so throughout the whole season, you're uh, you're seeing you're seeing these walkers. That, you know, there's there's your usual walkers and then there's some crazy walkers that are like plastered to the ground because of napalm. And like the walkers in this season are pretty, pretty astounding. And all the effects are pretty top notch. I feel like everything looks amazing. Was this uh, the season <laughs> with the deteriorating water zombie that's in the, the store basement? Uh, yeah, the storage room. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> like the like the effect. Like, and you do remember the part I'm talking about, right? Where they're in, uh, where they're back in Atlanta, and um, the napalm, and the napalm zombies to the ground. They're all melted. Um, well, it, it, I, I don't remember. In, this. <laughs> you don't remember that? That was a crazy plot line too. When they were it's like, when, yeah, when, uh, it's when Beth and. Uh, what's his name, uh, Noah, are trying to escape and they're running out of the hospital yeah, and they're trying to get the to the whole fence. hospital plot like Dave? These are the <laughs> things that happen when you live tweet things. <laughs> like. There there were the, I mean, all hail Greg Nicotero. I mean, just awesome. But yeah. my, talking of the wolves storyline though, my favorite zombie ones were the torsos in the U-Haul. Oh yeah. yeah! What was that Genius. about? Genius! <laughs> was yeah, so that was. I, I still don't really get like the, it was just like an accident, and they don't really ever notice. Like they keep calling it like an accident. Like like we parked the car by the accident, and it just looks like it's part of the um part of the accident, so nobody tries to steal it or whatever if they come past it. And then and then later on, they're trying to run away from a bunch of walkers, and then they hit the this truck and just torsos spill out of it <laughs> and just all over the car and it well, is I think, I think crazy it like, it's so good though that scene is just like they've got like windshield wipers trying to wa- wash off like there's so zombies. much blood this season like <laughs> oh, they did and every season they raised the bar on how yes. cool the makeup and the zombies are like it's it's off the hook but, but it was 
The literally <laughs> sorry. Off the chain. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Let's bring this into the two thousands, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. I'm not gonna do it. Anyway, like so. Yeah. That oh, come scene, on. That's my. <laughs> that scene is similar though to the scene with Aaron and and Daryl though when they're going in they're going in the truck and it's all booby trapped. Right. You know, where like. And everybody has, all the zombies have W's on their head. And they found the one girl tied to the tree with the W. And right. you see the spray painting on a lot of different things saying the wolves are near, stuff like that. So you know it's a great kind of classic horror um, storyline development. Because you know tension. something bad is, is coming, but you have no clue what it is. So, so here's my theory. You want to hear my theory? Oh, wait. Yeah. Go ahead. Wait, I just oh. wanted to bring up one thing. We're the... Were there, were there at one point, okay, so they're running away with Aaron, right? And they're trying to, like, he's, like, they just kidnapped him. They got him in a little shack and they just survived the tornado or whatever. And um, they kidnap him, basically. And they're going to be like, we're going to drive you to wherever they're going, which turns out to be Alexandria. Um, but they don't trust him because all he has is these weird blurry pictures and it's very suspicious. Um, uh, so, uh, they, they're like on their way and then they go, it goes south because they start going on the road and they start hitting all the walkers in the middle of the road. And then their car takes a lot of damage. Um, so they're getting out of the car and then they shoot a flare at one point into, they're being attacked by walkers and they shoot a flare into one of them's mouths. And, uh, and like, were their mouths so shut all those walkers? Did you notice that? Did anybody else notice that? Because I feel like in that scene, there was a bunch of walkers and they had – I'm almost entirely sure they had Ws on their heads and they their mouths were showed sewn shut. Um, uh, Ooh, I didn't yeah, catch which, that, but now I kind of want to – I only noticed it because scene. of the flare. Like there's like the – you kind it's really, it's really dark in that scene. They do have a lot of cool like gunfights in the dark in this season. Um but there's it's really dark, so you don't really see a whole lot until they shoot the flare. And the way it lights up the walker's head, you can see like the like the twine or whatever over their mouths. And then I started seeing it on all the rest of them in the shadows. I, I did, it was the only time they look like that too. And I and that's when I first I think that's when the first time I became aware of the W's when I was watching it. That's the only reason it stood out to me. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm gonna that is. That's an awesome little Easter egg. Like, yeah, that's. I don't know. Really if it, I'm cool. sure somebody somebody else had to have noticed it before me. But I was just. It was. You guys just I probably don't it. remember. <laughs> I, I, no, I totally missed that. I was so fascinated though with the way that scene was filmed. Oh, it was filmed amazing. That scene beautifully. Yeah. Beautifully for the fact that there's zombies trying to kill them and stuff. <laughs> okay, so here's my theory, and I totally forgot about this, but I've been scanning back through the comic books, and I'm getting super excited about like. You know, Heath's coming on. Jesus is coming on. There's all these super cool comic book characters that are now cast. We know who they are. They're coming into season six. So I'm like, woohoo, hallelujah. I kind of jumped on the bandwagon with everybody else on social media when the W started showing up because it totally looked like the savior storyline in the later issues of The Walking Dead. And everybody starts raging about Negan's coming and all that. Totally forgot about Derek. In the comic books, there's the savior or the scavengers. The saviors is Negan's. The scavengers were Derek. And they were very, very small storyline. And I have this really weird feeling because in going back through those comics, I have a feeling that's the 
opening of season one, if not the first episode, the second episode. Season six. We're going to, yeah, oh, see, yeah, but episode one and two of this coming season, I have this feeling that we're going to be introduced to the scavengers who are AKA the wolves. And like I said, they weren't a huge part of the comics. They, I think they only span like 10 issues, but although everybody's excited to get Negan involved, I think that's where they're going with it. But there's a lot of stuff that can happen on a lot of different realms with Abraham, with Glenn. Um, Glenn in the comic book is kind of doing the stuff that Daryl is doing in the show. So I'm intrigued of how that's going to develop. Aaron is pretty straight-laced. He, he matches the comics pretty well. But when they're adding Heath in, I'm wondering if they're going to pair Heath up with Glenn or if Heath in the comic books is um, basically he does all the runs. He goes out to get the food and the the stuff that they bring into town that the town can't grow on their own and stuff. So kind of a scavenger himself but he's a great comic book character he's coming jesus uh, if you've ever listened to the the geek outs i'm quite the big fan of the jesus character but um i uh i think they're i i personally think they're going with the scavengers and they're going to be introduced Derek. all right we'll get into like the the casting and stuff in a second but danny tell us real quick how did season five end Season five ended with a lot of crazy stuff happening. So that finale was a lot, a lot to cover. So they're having that circ- like round table meeting finally about Rick. Um, and, <laughs> and because all of his Rick- wacky shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. Cause Rick's been up to some stuff while he's been playing coppers. And, uh, uh, which was like a whole crazy thing. He was like the cop of this, like, well, how many people are in Alexandria? Cause at the meeting, it looks like, I don't know like 17 so they have this whole town so they need a cop like i feel like there are more people in woodbury and <laughs> like it, uh, like there's just there's just so few people it's so it was so crazy that that was like part of the part of the plot and then they needed two for one they also had michonne as the cop I, I they didn't show a lot of her like patrolling i wonder what she was up to all day uh <laughs> Sorry to sidetrack on that. So uh, Rick's been up to some stuff. He he, he beat the crap out of uh, what's his name? Pete. Um, Jesse's, Jesse's Pete, husband. Yeah, Pete's the the jerk husband. Pete Anderson. Yes, super jerk. He's he's super jerk. Um, he, characters like him, when I have to watch them in in movies and stuff, uh, make me super uncomfortable. I have a hard time watching people like that. Uh, <laughs> so he did a really good job being a giant jerk. Um. So he beats the crap out of um they have this meeting basically to see what to do about Rick. Um while that's all going on, Glenn uh is in the forest basically being hunted by the guy he went on runs with who abandoned them in the uh the ter- the uh revolving door, which that scene is Oof, that, that's like a whole show you could do on that one. Uh, <laughs> that's like one of the hardest things I've ever, I like, like, you know, like the term edge of your seat. I was not, I was not on my couch at that point. Uh, <laughs> Cause that was amazing. That was such good. Everything. Everybody was just uh, like, Oh, I, that whole, the whole warehouse scene is amazing. Um, that, then that's just like one episode. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I really, really fell back in in love with this show through the season. It, it it was really at the top of its game, in my opinion. Um, 
Anyway, Glenn is like so that all the a whole bunch of crazy stuff leads to Glenn and this guy who Dave, do you have his name? Because I can't oh, remember his name. Um let me find it. Keep talking. The guy with the curly hair. Um so he he's basically been lured out, or Glenn was lured out by him because he, cl- he sees him climbing over the fence. They're in the woods hunting each other, basically, because uh, this guy's a giant jerk. <laughs> the, basically, the whole season leads up to this guy is the worst person ever, and he shoots Glenn. Um, so, but Glenn, of course, can't die because he's a super he's a superhero. But he used to just be a a pizza delivery driver. Uh, <laughs> is it is it Aiden? I think it's Aiden. Yeah. Okay. Because he's like Nick's friend, right? Um. No, I'm sorry. That's that's the son. Aiden is the son of the, Aiden is the son and yeah, Nick so is the guy who sucks. Nick, Nick is the cowardly dude. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Okay, yeah. So that guy, um he so Nick, okay, is is hunting Glenn and all that stuff's going on. Um and that ends with Glenn killing that guy. Um <laughs> which is like which is great, but also at the same time as huge uh, is it is has probably some huge uh, effects on this yeah. in this next season for sure, um, because Glenn straight up murdered a dude. But speaking of that, <laughs> back to the meeting, uh, um, a lot of people are angry in there and the, all you, you get this scene of uh, everybody defending Rick and all the stuff that they've been through together, trying to get everybody to believe him. But because. Oh, this is the other reason the father like Gabriel? exists. Yeah. Yeah. This is the other reason Gabriel is just like the worst character. <laughs> um, he becomes like this, uh, this evil devil on her shoulder. Like, yeah, it's crazy. And it's like, all the while really fast. All the while he's saying bad things about this group and Rick. And then there's, uh, she's the, the, the Congresswoman Deanna is also mm-hmm. working closely with, um, with Maggie and Maggie's trying yes. to instill trust. Meanwhile, Father Gabriel is like, oh, do not trust them. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do my best emperor voice. <laughs> it was good. It's good. It was very good. Uh, okay. Stars. Continue. Um, so, uh, yeah, he does that, um, which which uh, which is a huge problem for me because uh, <laughs> I love Rick. Remember? We know. Um, yes. So he. Oh, so. Okay, where was I? I lost my I lost my train <laughs> group of meeting. They're they're group, the group meeting. Okay, so murder. Glenn kills the guy. Uh, back to I'm doing. Am I doing a good job? I don't no. know if I'm doing it. <laughs> it's great. It's good. It's good. It's good. Wrap it up. <laughs> so uh, at the meeting, uh, there's like this one character. No, I'm sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> you're like me when me and JD tried to do our orphan black episode. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. How do, how do you say her name? Cosima. <laughs> it's just very good television. Yes. Um. Get all excited so, like Jojo. There's this there's this, this uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh Chris Farley. Uh, so um there's this big meeting. Uh all this stuff is happening. It, it culminates with um the the cool guy who's gonna teach Noah architecture and stuff before Noah totally dies. Uh, <laughs> he gets that journal. That killed me, man. Um what? Uh, so, uh, the the like the the old guy, the the husband of Diana, um, or Diana, I can't remember her name at this point. It's been literally like twenty minutes, and I already forgot her name. <laughs> Which Diana? There's and lots of characters. The senator, congresswoman, Reg, lady, huh? Reg Monroe. Reg Monroe. Who's that? That's the husband of Diana. Oh yes, sure. Or, okay. or Reg. Uh, it's R E G. Okay, so he. 
he he gets straight up murdered by that that jerk guy who's beating his wife. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Pete. and then, his name is Pete. <laughs> Pete, yeah. I don't I don't want to give him an actual name. He's right. a terrible. We don't person. We don't talk about the murderers. We talk about the victims. Yes, of course. So like, here's the thing. Then Rick totally shoots that guy in the head. <laughs> Doesn't he? He gets ordered to, though. She tells yes, him to. Yes, and he is so happy to do it. Um, Rick, Rick, Rick gets to unleash all of his anger that he has. Like Deanna looks at him and says, "This happened." Right. Deanna looks at him and says, "Oh, like she gives him the thumbs up type of thing." Because mm-hmm. he doesn't do it just impulsively. He gets him at gunpoint, no. but yes, he doesn't. He holds back. Yes. So and then he does it, and, and it oh is boy. the best thing. Yeah, they agree. They they, agree. they don't think he should have held back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did exactly what he uh, he should have done. Um, and it's and it's great because the whole season's basically leading up to that. Because like over everything, I think Rick has like the least time like alone to deal with everything that happens. Like even Daryl gets that moment where he goes and cries. Um, after everything that's gone on. What a weird um, moment. With, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that was a wonderful moment. And he finds the barn where they survived the tornado. Uh, the that was pretty cool. Tornado. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Zomnado. Yes. Um, How does it, okay, wrap it up. How does the season end? What are we, what are we left with? Um. So we're left with a lot of. Well, like what, where does it, where does it fade to black? What moment? That I can't actually remember. Do you know off the top of your head? Because I can't remember exactly the end. There was so lots isn't of stuff it going. the culmination of what they've been building up all year with very little moments of Morgan heading towards Alexandria following Rick's path? Yes. Oh, right. Because, oh, yes, yes. Is it face to black on Morgan, uh, the, the, the person that Daryl and uh, Daryl and I'm so sorry. I forgot another name. Rick? I don't know. Uh, oh, no, um, uh, Aaron. Yes, Daryl and Aaron are uh, out out trying to find Recruiting, people yeah. to bring back to Alexandria, and uh, and and they they stumble across Morgan, who's finally back in the show. Right, Rick's, uh, Rick's buddy from season one, Lenny James, yep. and we saw him again later in like season three or four. Mm-hmm. And now but he's, he's always just circling around, and now he's back, and yeah. he saw Rick shoot <laughs> shoot Pete. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. That's that's where we end, and that's where we will be coming back, hopefully, because that's that's some crazy business right there. All right, so we spent a lot of time talking about season five. This episode is about season six, so let's move yes. on. Uh, we we've seen from the previews, we're going to get a lot of Morgan, which I'm excited for. I like, I love Lenny James; he's a great actor, and mm-hmm. I like the Morgan character. It's he's got very, sweet staff skills. Very deviated from the comic book character, because spoiler alert, he's dead in the comics. He... Wait though, wait the oh okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up because it's a huge spoiler in that thing. But I, I won't say what a... happens. I'm not gonna go there. But right, but technically he's still alive where the story is could it could end up right that way. Now. Right, right. Yeah. But it could not, and I'm kinda hoping it doesn't. I hope they take a different turn. Um and we we did say spoiler alert for the comic book, so um you know, we don't know what the season's gonna entail. We don't do those spoilers for the season upcoming. Um, I don't, at least. I think Tom is the only one I know of that reads spoilers. Uh, Kyle used to. Um, I love spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so season six. Let's talk casting. Uh, real quick, I'll run down the main cast, the people that have survived from last season. Uh, we've got our, 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 not many. <laughs> our crew. We got Rick, Daryl, Glenn, Maggie, Coral, Michonne, Carol, Sasha, and Sergeant Abraham Ford. Um, yes. We also have Dr. Eugene Porter. Uh, who I'm enjoying quite a bit. Oh, he's 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 great. Rosita, 
Uh, Tara, Father Gabriel, Morgan, yeah. Jesse, who is uh, the, the Alexandrian with the abusive husband, Pete, who was just killed. Uh, Aaron, the cool recruiting guy. Uh, Deanna, the, the leader, congresswoman, leader of Alexandria. And Spencer, Deanna's only now living son, um, is the little the youngest kid that she has. I think he's a friend of Carl. Carl! Um, I have to do it every time. Uh, you have to. That's 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 his name, like. right? Right. Um, also returning. This is the, the supporting cast, and these are some of the new people too. Uh, Nick is coming back. Uh, that's the guy that I don't know how he's coming back. Didn't he die? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Glenn straight up kills that guy. I don't know. All right, <laughs> but he's in supporting cast on season six, according to Wikipedia. Right. Maybe he's in a flashback. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Aaron's boyfriend Eric is going to be back. Um, let's see. Enid, a teenager. Uh, these are inconsequential. Uh, I think. Yes, the worst, the worst teenager name. Let's go Enid. to uh, my favorite casting. I can't wait. I love Ethan Embry, and he's coming to the cast as Carter, a resident of Alexandria. I love Ethan Embry. I can't wait. Uh, he's, yeah, he's pretty awesome. Sorry, I think he's cool. He's a great actor. Uh, a lot of bit roles and stuff, but all the way back to Empire Records, I've been a fan of Ethan Embry, and. Uh, <laughs> I uh, can't hardly wait. Vegas vacation. Oh, he played Ethan Rusty. Embry. Yeah, dude. For real? He was oh, even. Oh man. He was in the worst movie to book adaptation or book to ad- movie adaptation timeline. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was in Cheap Thrills. I gotta see that movie. I don't. I don't hold it against you, Ethan. I don't. Come on our show, please. <laughs> I uh, love you, Ethan. Oh yeah, he was in Harold and Cumi. He was. He was. A, he was a Cumi. <laughs> Gerald Cumi. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, let's see. What are the big names? Tobin. Uh, we, we, did we talk about him and uh, whatever, who cares? Um, let's see. Tom Payne is Paul Monroe, AKA Jenny. Woohoo! Jesus is coming. Yes. It's, it oh, is so you just, excited. <laughs> so he, excited. He is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, he is by far like, I, I go through phases where I'm like, Oh, Rick's my favorite comic book character, or I'm I'm really digging Glenn in this this set of <laughs> things. Jesus, from the moment I think it was like probably ninety issue ninety. I mean, it's a little ways. Like he's coming into the show way early of where they're at, which makes me nervous that they might be overlapping storylines, especially mm-hmm. with Carl and his little teenage girlfriend now that could possibly be what's happening right now in the comics. But the moment Jesus blessed the pages of the comic books, hands down. I mean, he even beat Ezekiel and Ezekiel. I have like some love for, but Oh, he's epic. He's everything you want a superhero to be. He's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) He's so cool. As you can tell, I'm just gushing. She's fangirling out. Also, totally I didn't fangirling out. I didn't know Xander Berkeley got cast. He's in an unknown role. That's kind of cool. I like Xander Berkeley a lot. He is um, a bit actor or a bit actor, uh, a character actor in a ton of stuff. Lots of TV shows. Twenty Four, Jericho. Uh, he was most recently in Twelve Monkeys. He is in uh, a, a ton of movies like Terminator Two, Kick Ass, A Few Good Men. Uh, Apollo 13, The Rock, uh, Air Force One, uh, sorry, Spawn, Barbed Wire. So he was, yeah, he was, uh, not Shanghai noon, bro. Heat. He's in heat. So he's in a ton of cool stuff. I saw heat. (laughs) Uh, Nikita, uh, and he's, uh, yes. Okay. 
So yeah, he's joining the show in an unknown role. That'll be cool. actually it's saying his name is Gregory under his his credits on his way on his page. I don't know who Gregory is, but uh, hopefully he'll be around for a little while. At least he could be a good bad guy. He's he's a bad guy in a lot of stuff. So he might be Derek. Have they cast Derek? Because Derek is definitely coming. Well, let's see. With Jesus. Um, With Jesus, yes. I don't see Jesus. Derek. I don't see Derek here yet. So I'm wondering if they're like. Kind of like Carol is taking on the Andrea role in the comic books. Because on the show, Andrea is dead. In the comic books, Andrea is kind of one of the main, the main characters still. So they do these swaps. I, and Mm -hmm. kind of like the wolves might be the, the, uh, the, the the saviors, or they might be the, uh, the scavengers. They could be anybody. Like, I think that they're twisting things just enough to keep us readers on our toes, but I have a feeling if he's playing a villain, he's going to have something to do with, like, the Derek-type storyline. He, I just read here, he's got an option for a series regular in Season 7, so he's going to have a big... And he's not interested until the second half of the season. Uh, I did miss Corey Hawkins. Was I don't, he's, I don't know who he is. He's cast as Heath. Yeah, and Heath is a great character, too. He's one of those, like, He's kind of a Glenn type character. He's one well, he's, of the, yeah. In the comics, he's life. he's a, a a loyal friend to Glenn. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's one of them. Like I said, he's one that you like because he's good. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but he's he's a great character. Uh, as Merritt well. Weaver is joining the cast as Doctor Denise Cloyd, who is also in the comics a doctor. Uh, I don't remember her, but okay, she's the one <laughs> in the clinic when everything goes. To hell that helps. Uh, oh, that would make sense that I'm she's a lot being introduced. They did her. just kill their only doctor. I'm very, very behind in the, in the comic books, so I might not. I, I'm sure I've met her already, but um, who knows? Uh, okay, so that's the cast. <clears throat> uh, you know, we don't have much to go on other than theories, and Jenny has kind of given hers. Uh, oh, I've got more. I've got more. <laughs> I don't uh, think Carl's going to be as pretty at the end of the season. But. Oh, it says here the wolves, uh, parenthesis, a modified version of the scavengers. See? <laughs> and I didn't even read that on Google. Like, I just pulled that out of my you-know-what. I don't. Your Google. So, your Google. <laughs> I just pulled that out of my Google. <laughs> um, all right, so. I think wh- that's going to be great. I think, I think we're finally going to get our first major zombie horde. Ooh. And I am Ooh, it's been a bit dreamly. I think again, spoiler alerts if you haven't read the comics, in the where we're at in the storyline in the upcoming issue, so to speak, it's the largest herd that Rick and his guys have ever seen. So is that related to the one that's that they like avoid in the middle of the season? Do you think? Because they see like a huge herd when they well, they can't that fire truck breaks down. Okay, so paw, earmuffs. If you don't want to know this portion, because it's a little bit of a spoiler in the workings of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. But one zombie, if it hears something, it turns its direction and it walks that way. But let's say you have ten zombies in a mile radius. They all hear it. They all start converging in the direction that they hear something. Those are all together. They hear something, they reconverge and go there, and they pick up zombies as they go. So the longer you're in the apocalypse, the herds become bigger and bigger because they're all attracted to a certain thing that all of them are hearing at the same time, and they're slowly merging. So in the first few seasons or the first few episodes, you didn't get these major hordes unless 
herds unless you're in like a major city. But when you start spreading out, they become spread spread out, but they don't stay stationary. They're always searching and hunting. So let's say the prison, that probably got a lot of zombies' attentions. So mm-hmm. a lot of them started directing that way. But when they get there, after everything dies, dies down, you've got a whole crap load of zombies now that all they need is a, a gunshot to go off. Or all they need is somebody to honk a horn of a car and their heads turn and they keep walking that way. So it's an ongoing trend in the Walking Dead world that they just the, her, the herds just keep getting bigger and bigger. And I, I'm giddy to see what Greg Nicotero does with this. Like he, his makeup team, award-winning makeup team, is phenomenal. For good I have, I, I'm curious how they're going to do it, and if they're all going to be consistent zombies. Because I don't, I want to see some fresh ones mixed in with ones that have been around since the get-go, and just that wave of, oh my god, just a wash through. Like I. I have a feeling this season we're going to see that. And I hope so. My fingers are crossed because I don't want any of my favorite people to die, but I still think it's going to happen. So that's my other prediction. Okay. Let's do this Um, real quick. I want to mention a quote from Scott Gimple about this coming season. Uh, Scott Gimple is the showrunner. He's actually the longest standing showrunner so far. (laughs) So they kind of did a a swap every year. They would, they would drop a a showrunner and, but Scott M. Gimple has survived. So here's the quote. Uh, there are other people that we're going to see throughout the season from the comics, and I'm excited for people to see it, but I don't want to tell them now. I think a few minor remixes, but some direct stuff from the comic as well, as far as these characters go. I think there's a really cool aspect to the first half of the season that serves almost as a prequel to some direct comic stuff in the second half of the season. I think there's a way that Robert did some of the story that were uh, Robert being um, Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, the creator of the, of the comic book. I think there's a way that Robert did some of the story that we're reaching that had a real past to it, where people are referring to some things in the past in the comic, and we're able to portray some of the backstory in some ways that you didn't get to see in the comic book. That's cool. Um, so we'll get it. Well, obviously, we're going to get a little more in depth that you'd have to figure. Uh, and Greg Nicotero is going to direct the final episode uh, of the season. So, okay. So to wrap up this this episode, I want to kind of go around the room. And I want your your wild card prediction of who dies this season of our main group. Again, this isn't spoilers. We don't know what's going to happen. I, I want your prediction. The TV show is very different from the comic book. A lot of characters who should be dead are still alive, and vice versa. So, and, and or missing appendages, and they're not. Um, so let's uh, let's go through it. Let's make one wild card prediction of who you think is going to die. Danny, go. Okay. Um... Based on some of the things that happened in the season and the, and and where it's trending, I'm worried about Michonne, but not in like a real way. <laughs> so like, because she can she can handle herself in pretty much freaking anything. I feel like, but I'm still some of the things that happened in the season and some of the things that she was doing. Kind of, I was she really really wants to settle down. That is for sure. She doesn't want to travel anymore. She's super against it, and I'm worried what that'll change in her. Um, so that's my wild card. I think it, if, if it could happen, maybe, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> uh, call me crazy. Yeah, there you go. Call me crazy, <laughs> but that could, that could happen. Yo, call me maybe. No, don't okay. bring that Please back into people's lives. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to bring up Friday next? How dare you? 
How dare you? Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of just did that, sadly. Uh, whoops. All right. So Jenny. who do you think the legitly is going to die? Like, Oh, but he said wild card. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah, like like you're, you're off the wall, uh, you know. Yeah, but you don't believe it. Like, who do you believe oh. is your wild card? That's what I want to know. Who you honestly oh. can picture well, them about- do something crazy and do it. You do yours and I'll think of mine because I was prepared for what he asked. <laughs> well, I've been wow. I've been struggling while you were talking though because if I, I'm so in depth in depth to the comics that there are some major characters that die in this next storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, and there's there's one that dies that Robert Kirkman has said multiple times that he hated the way that he killed this character in the comics because it was stupid and he wished that character went on to do more stuff. So I'm curious. I kind of want you to say who you're talking about because do you want me to, if you guys have no problem, I'll say it. No, go ahead. That's fine. Abraham gets killed very stupidly in the comic books. Very stupid. And it, Robert Kirkman, I've been in two different panels with him where he has said that that's his biggest regret because he was just like, oh, let's shock people. I'm going to kill him. And this is how he's going to die. And then he's just like, I could have did so much more with that character. And he regrets ever killing Abraham. So, so I, yeah, I think he's going to fix it. I think he's going to fix it, too. I hope another so. Character that, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. <laughs> another, another character that dies here recently is Morgan. Morgan is alive in the comics where they're at as last season ends. But there's in the comics, there's this big thing with a lot, a lot, a lot of dead things that come at them. And Morgan is attempted to be saved, but it doesn't work. So Morgan goes down in the comics. Spoiler alert has already been claimed. See, neither of these are the ones I, I thought you were going to talk. You say, I, <laughs> I think, I think he may, may go. I think he might be, and I think that might be like the actual like mid-season finale because it's Morgan a pretty epic, drawn-out scene in the comic books. Um, the one that I really want and don't want them to do in Wait, the, what? from the comics, <laughs> you can. It's I, possible. It, it, it's such a horrific scene in the comics. Like Game uh, of Thrones. Dave. I think this is the one. It totally is. Like when you watch it, you're like. Oh, this is not happening. This is not happening. But it's so epic, and it's can I guess? <laughs> can I guess? It, it, it's not a major character as of oh. right now. Oh, so but the Jesse character, which is the chick that Rick just killed her husband. Yeah, yeah. Rick and her start boning. She's got the one yeah, kid, duh. and a kid. <laughs> I mean, come on. She's got two kids on the show. She has two. two kids on the show. In the comics, when the uh, the major group of dead people raid the city. She's trying to get away. Like Rick grabs her arm. Scott Carl, they're running. She's running, dragging her kid behind, and her gra- and they've got like zombie guts all over them because they're trying to like merge in with the crew, like the group of walkers because mm-hmm. there's too many and there's no way out. That's so they cover themselves. The series at this point, yes, <laughs> and they're trying to get out of this herd. And a walker grabs her son and bites his arm, and she freaks out, which then draws more walkers that oh, this chick's not dead. And Rick goes, let him go and come, because Rick knew the kid's a goner. And she mm-hmm. wouldn't let go of Rick's arm, and the zombies just uh, attack her. And Rick has to cut her arm off to get her to let go of him so he can get Carl in her mouth. And Carl at this time is already seriously injured, like in that same whole thing. There's a lot of stuff that goes down, and it 
It includes your crazy boy. What was his name? Nick, Nick, the, the curly hair guy, yep. as we're just talking, he's the big instigator of this whole thing that brings Derek in. So I, I honestly, out of that whole group, I, I want and don't want to see Jesse. I don't think they'll do. I don't think they'll do uh, Abraham, Abraham. Right. But I'm throwing down there that they will kill Morgan. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I, – I want it to be a big – I don't want him to die, but I want his death to mean a lot. But I don't think they've done enough to set up that uh, the fans should love Morgan as much as they should yet. And I'm hoping that happens. But from the, tra- the trailers, it looks like he's very against Rick um, to me. I don't know if that's what you guys got. I don't think he's against – I think he's been on the dark side. Yeah. You know, as we saw – what was that season – Two or three. Three, something like that, yeah. Three, yeah. Like, we know that he's he's seen the bad. He On his own. On his own, yeah. Well, yeah. he his wife stalked him for a year plus. Because he couldn't kill he her. Couldn't kill her. Yeah. And then his wife ends up killing his son. Yep. And he goes mad. He goes he blames himself, yeah. Yeah. And Rick tries to help him, but he can't see through the pain and the guilt to do it. Right. And I think sometime between... That's the comic book version. Rick, well, that's also the show version when they're up in that little apartment loft in the town right. that we're right. completely surrounded with awesome zombie yeah. movie traps. Why he left, I don't, I'll never know. <laughs> uh, I, but I think, I think Rick, in the comics, Jesus says it best one time. He like he tells Rick that although not, it's something like, although, oh gosh, I wish I could remember exactly what he says, but it's it's something under the fact that if if Rick is everything, like he gives people courage to actually stand up and fight against things that would normally walk all over them. And I, that the, quote has the always world's going to need Rick Grimes. They're going, <laughs> yeah, it's going to need a Rick Grimes, but I think Morgan, it both in the comic and in that, that episode of that season started to see how Rick was right. That, in doing what he was doing, he was giving up and you have to have people around you. You have to, you have to survive this one way or another. And I think that's when he went in search for Rick. And now that he's found Rick, he's, he's come to terms with the world and Rick is still fighting the world. I think Morgan is, and this is just my opinion and the way I perceive the storyline. I think Morgan sees Anything that happens in the world is going to happen and let the chips fall, you know, where they, where they may, but he's going to fight the entire way through it. So he doesn't go in with anything that he's going to lose. He, cause he's lost everything already. He's just going to continue. And Rick, on the other hand, is holding on to everything with a stranglehold as tight as he can. So he doesn't lose it. And I think that's where, and I'm hoping that's where they're going to go with the storyline in these first eight episodes is they're going to develop Morgan as being kind of the sensei for Rick mm-hmm. and allowing Rick to, you know, it's good that you have these people, you need these people, but you also got to know at any moment things will change. And I, I think that's where it's going to, I should I, correct. I should correct us real quick. Nick, the guy that fights. Yeah, Glenn. No, Glenn didn't kill him. No, he was yeah. Glenn saved him. Yes. Yeah. No, Glenn yeah. didn't kill him. Yeah, we totally missed that. That's okay. Yep, I messed that up. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. <laughs> I like this website, Den of Geek. They uh, they predicted who's going to survive and who's going to die season five. Uh, Garrett, super dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Um, see, I thought, and it's it happens later in the comic books, but I, I can totally see him doing it sooner. Glenn. I I don't, because I think whenever they do, if if they ever do Glenn, they have to do Glenn with the justice of the shock that they did in the comic books. And, and it's brutal. Have, His death is it, brutal. It is, it is the most, it made me sick to my stomach. Like, I didn't finish the book. I, I just, when it happened, I just went, I don't know if I ever want to pick up this book again. Yeah. It is the most horrific death scene in the entire season. Damn but you, I think Kirkman's a killer, man. He, I don't think they'll do it until they actually get Negan. Because Negan is so charismatic that if they did it any other way, it wouldn't give Glenn's character justice. Right, right. And they need that because in order to go into a storyline like All Out War from the from the comics where it's the Saviors versus Rick's Hilltop crew, there's no way to get Rick in that mental state of mind for that war without something like Glenn happening. Yeah. And it's I, I honestly believe that they are going to do the Glenn storyline because the way Maggie's character develops from that point on to where she's at now in the whole Negan and the Savior scheme of things, again, if if that didn't happen to Glenn, she would never be the character she is now. So mm-hmm. in order to retain some of that awesomeness that these characters develop, these horrible things have to happen. Like right. like Lori had to Lori had to die for Rick to to go a little crazy and and he had to encounter Shane in order to know no one can be trusted and you know et cetera et cetera yeah all right so this is what we think of season six coming up next Sunday uh, on AMC we want to know what you guys think hit us up on the Twitter at Atomic Geekdom Jan- Danny you are at I am at Nick comma Daniel C O M M A why. Because that's how the internet works. Yeah, you gotta say it every time, dude. Uh, I just sometimes I don't <laughs> want to. You've set the precedent, uh, Jenny. You are on Twitter at Robbie Art, and you could go to Jenny and Danny if you want and suggest some cool books that they should read, uh, comic books or novels, whatever you want. Um, <clears throat> real quick before we close out the show with the normal business, I want to do a little a mini geek out with two news items that make me sad. One, there will be Transformers five, six, seven, and eight. Oh man, uh, that many? Four yeah. more. Yeah. That is over the, over the over the next ten years. Ten year ten more years of Transformers <laughs> movies? Oh yes. And Dude, why and, did you do that? <laughs> here, this will make you happy. In a role that was played by um oh shoot. Who played Aragorn in Lord of the Rings? Oh man, I'm totally blank on that. Vigo Mortensen, right? Vigo, no. yes. Yes, yeah, Vigo. Okay. Uh, in a role that was played by Vigo Mortensen, uh, Nicolas Cage turned down Aragorn. <laughs> oh, dang, he turned it down. He also, tur- he also turned down Neo in The Matrix. <laughs> he also turned down Superman, basically. <laughs> no, he made Superman. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. They filmed with with him in it. Like they really? did costume that, that, set. There's a whole that's movie. Not a movie. There's they a whole doc- a movie of it. There's a whole documentary of that. Production. For real? Yeah. I had I never knew that that was actually something they made. Uh, hang on, I'll find the title of it because I want to see it yet. I'll, it's in. Yeah. Uh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> let's see. Directed by Tim Burton too. The death of Superman lives: colon What happened? That's the documentary. All right. Cool. I don't I'm know if that's. That out. I don't know if you can like you rent guys, it online. You, or... 
you were going with these new stories. Yeah. I totally thought you were going to mention that they're going to bring MacGyver back to television. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. Not Netflix? <laughs> nope. It's going to be on, I think, uh, NBC, CBS, I think, picked them up. And it's going to be directed by uh, James Wan, the guy that did Back to Serious 7. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> Dead serious. Look it up. I am. I'm, this isn't this true. Actually, this is a joke. <laughs> oh, it's on the news. Oh it's on time.com. What? It's a reboot. Epic news. It's a reboot. Epic news. Just saying. I thought that's where you were going with that. No, that was all that came out today. So none of my none of my sources gave me that one. So oh, that's (laughs) that makes me sad. Um, That makes me happy, man. (laughs) Yes, you can you can rent the death of Superman lives. What happened? Or 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 buy it. I should say, Uh, fourteen bucks. Uh, I want to see it, so I might do that tonight. Uh, Okay. Um, head to the website, atomicgeekdom.com. I have two reviews up this week. Sicario was awesome, and The Martian was awesome, and you can check those Why out Why are they going to go to the website now? <laughs> Just a page that says awesome on it. Yes, that's all I wrote. Awesome. <laughs> Matt Damon. Um, Spoiler alert. Click on the banner. Awesome. Click on the banner at the top of the website, again, atomicgeekdom.com, and that'll take you to Entertainment Earth. From there, buy some awesome things. You help us out, and you get some cool stuff to put around your house, like the Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Legends uh, that we gave away to one lucky person, and uh, it is super cool. You can still buy it, though, and it's awesome. It's a nice little piece to have in your collection. Uh, so help us out there. You can go to Patreon, P-A-R, uh, excuse me, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Atomic Geekdom, and you can uh, sponsor us, $5.00. 10, 15, 20, whatever you want. If you do five, we'll give you a free digital comic of your choice. 15 gets you a free digital graphic novel of your choice. And 20 bucks gets you a free t-shirt. So if you do 25, I'll draw you a picture. Oh, and, tur- and, and a t-shirt. So the extra five and bucks a t-shirt. gets you a Jenny <laughs> Robinson original. So you can hang it on your, on your wall if you like, or on your fridge. And you get, and you get to choose the, uh, the subject. Weird. That could get crazy. Yeah, that, that, oh that could go really poorly. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way to draw, you guys. You got to have somebody to just go draw me a raccoon smoking a cigarette on an inner tube in a lake. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Well, you have Done. to do that now. Yeah, now, now you need to do that. Got to be wearing tweet, sunglasses and tweet that on Tuesday when this episode comes out. <laughs> um, it should be the album art. If you have suggestions for us, how we can improve or what what you like about the show, what you dislike about the show, hit us up on the, our email address, info at atomicgeekdom.com. Let us know what you think of the show, what we should be talking about, what we shouldn't be talking about. I don't know what we should be reviewing, this kind of stuff. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Stitcher, iTunes. Please subscribe to us on iTunes and, you know, leave a little review for us. That helps us out a lot. Helps other people find us. You know, you know the deal. You listen to podcasts. You get it. And be sure to follow us uh, this week on Twitter because we'll have some coverage from New York Comic Con. So there, there you go. Yes, that's uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. And, <laughs> and Instagram. Follow us on Instagram too. <laughs> cool. Dave cool totally beans. knew about this. I did, but I forgot. I totally Dave forgot. Totally forgot about this. <laughs> yes, New York Comic Con is coming up. <laughs> uh, Good recovery. I know. Good recovery, boss. I know everything. (laughs) Nothing surprises me. All right. Until next week, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for joining me, as always. Rock on with your bad selves. And until we see you next week, feed your geek. And zombies. Yes, feed your zombies. But, you know, 
Only feed them dumb people. Only feed them genuine horse meat.